Hey, hey, wie geht's? This is Patrick Pleasure. For all you listeners out there, uh, this, this one is in English. Heute zusammen, der Podcast ist in Englisch, darum mache ich jetzt das Intro in Englisch. Hi guys, this is Patrick. This is my little podcast, The Music Time Machine. My guest today is the really, really great producer, beatmaker, rapper, Amerigo Gazeaway. You guys might know him from productions like um, Yasin, Yasin Gay or JB and the Soulmates and lots of lots lots of productions really cool soulful hip hop R&B production i know amerigo since i don't know probably 2014 i was a big fan of him and i released the song all night long with emilia anastasia and i thought This track, it's a 90s R&B kind of track. And I thought, yo, this must have a remix. And I took a shot. I just wrote Amerigo, if he's interested in remixing my track. And he was, and he did, and it's out, and it's really great. And now we talked for the first time uh, via WhatsApp. He's in Croatia right now, I'm in Switzerland. And we talked with a great talk. Please enjoy the talk we we had. It's it's almost a, a little bit difficult to to talk with people um, in English because English is not obviously not my first language, and it's difficult with the when you phone such a long distance with WhatsApp or whatever. There's always a little time difference, so. We ha I have to finish the sentence or wait for him to finish his sentence to ask another question. So uh, maybe it sounds a little awkward sometimes, but um, I hope you get through it. <laughs> yeah, so have fun with the talk. All the, all the links are in the description. Please follow me on Spotify. Follow Amerigo also on Spotify and Bandcamp as well. And all the links to our Instagram and stuff It's in this description. Please have fun. Um, please excuse my English. It's the best I can do it because I'm from Switzerland, you know, yes. <laughs> And yeah, have fun with This is Amerigo Gazeaway, the music time machine. I'm out. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Hey, hey. Yo, what's going on? Yo, what's up? Can you hear me okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to have you in my my headphones here. Let me see if I can get that working, but... Yep. Uh, Is it working? Hello, hello. hello. No sure, headphones. Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, perfect. How are you doing? Good, good. Nice to finally connect. Yeah, of course. Finally. How is Croatia? Uh, it's good. Yeah, we've been here a couple of years now. My wife and I moved during the pandemic. Um, she got a job out here and and it's it's going good. We actually just bought an apartment here. And nice. so we're in, we're in the process of renovating and, and getting everything ready to move in. And so I'll have a new studio here soon to, to set up in. And yeah, I'm excited about it. Awesome. Nice. So, so she does earn way more money than you, huh? So, <laughs> she does. Uh, she had. She earns more money than you. Way more. So yeah, you have she's to, she's a scientist. Yeah, she's got a PhD. I'm I'm just a you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a beat maker. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. But you have been in the game such a long time. You have yeah. such an impressive catalog on 
on on Bandcamp and everywhere. It's it's crazy. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been doing this as as long as I can remember. You know, I got my first keyboards and beat machines and computers when I was in my early teens and, and started building those and, and producing tracks and, and then it just kind of grew from there. So yeah, it's just, I've been doing this a long time, I guess now. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, you are recording yourself, right? Uh, I no. am. Yeah. I have a, I have a mic set up here and, uh -huh. and I got it recording. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Perfect. It's just out of view <laughs> where you can't see. So Yeah, just just to make sure. Yeah, I, I I have been personally a fan of yours for a long time now. I think the first discovery I made of you where the I have the band, your band camp right here. Uh, it was the the J, JB and the Soulmates, the big payback volume three. I think that was the first time I. Uh, I bought something from you on Bandcamp. Oh, cool! Awesome! Yeah, that was that was back in the day. Yeah. That was like in 2014, I think, maybe. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, June yeah. 2014. And that, that was, was great. And yeah, and after it was uh, the Yazin Yazin Gay where uh, with um, most F and Marvin Gay mashup. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, was, that my was my absolute absolute favorite. This one. Thank you. Yeah, no, that and was an important project for me, and, and I definitely think it's it introduced a lot of people to my work, and also, you know, I, I got to actually, you know, produce a track, get one of the tracks cleared for a, a Apple commercial with the Marvin Gaye estate and and wow. Yazin based uh, camp, and so that track or that that whole album really opened a lot of doors for me, you know, as an artist, and and continues to, you know. Uh, to you know help kind of spread the word about what I do and and I know a lot of people for for them it's it's a special project and it is for me too so and yeah tell tell me about the the process of one of those productions you have um most of the time it's it's like a mashup from the original beat of Ma of a Marvin, Marvin Gaye song influenced with the most deaf beats And the, the vocals of both of them. Um, how do you how do you get the? Do you work from from just instrumentals you find or stems or how do you work this? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it depends on what I can get my hands on. Really, you know, that you, with each project that I like this that I do, I usually spend a, a good amount of time in the beginning phase, just gathering resources and and you know, instrumentals and, and samples from the original artists like Marvin Gaye or whether it's vocals and acapellas. And sometimes that involves like creating DIY acapellas, you know, using phase inversion and all these different methods. And now, now, you know, there's all this crazy AI stem mixing stuff and the Serato stem mm -hmm. stuff, which I haven't even messed with yet. And people keep telling me that, it, that it's amazing and it's blowing their minds. And mm -hmm. so I think the possibilities now, especially like even you know, just the past year or so have really opened up for, for people to create and, and do remixes like this. Whereas before I was only able to really use what I could get my hands on. Like I got lucky with the Marvin Gaye projects and and some of the JB projects and the, and the Common Wonder projects where I got my hands on some stems and multi-tracks that were just floating around online from, mm -hmm. from various sources. Uh, um, and so that really enabled me to, to go in and, and And craft something that really sounded like the the artists were really in the studio together, working together. Because you know, I had the multi tracks for guitars or bass or vocals, and I was really able to mm -hmm. interweave them together. But sometimes I don't have that, you know. And some sometimes I just have to work with what I have. And sometimes that's good too, because it, limitation breeds innovation. I think that's that's actually why I like doing these projects because it is it does kind of box me in in a way. And I, you know, I'm, I'm saying like, okay, I'm only going to work with these two artists catalog what can I create? And, you know, it kind of limits yourself, but you also have to be super creative, uh, as a result. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really great work you do. And <clears throat> yeah, tell me, tell me about where you're coming from. You're one of my only podcast guests who actually have a Wikipedia site. So it's, it's the first time I was able to gather a little info before, before the talk. So everybody who's really interested in the, in the details can go to uh, Amerigo's Wikipedia site. Yeah. Just don't and change anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me where you originally, uh, 
came from what your what your parents do and what was your biggest influence from for, from the music yeah well uh you know i grew up in nashville tennessee music city usa so that that in itself had a lot of influence on me growing up just being surrounded by musicians and engineers and songwriters and studios and uh and and then you know my my father was a jazz is a jazz trumpet player uh and a musician himself so he spent a lot of time on the road touring and that had a lot of influence on me being in the studio with him kind of being a fly on the wall with him and other musicians and on shows and backstage and in the studios and and he actually took me on on one of my first tours when i was like 17 you know and i got my first set of oh, wow. turntables and i was i was like opening up for him and his band and so that gave me like some experience nice. actually in clubs and out on the road and and doing gigs and warming up for crowds and so And uh, and then my mom, she's from Brazil, and she's a songwriter too. She plays guitar and and paints and and is very art artistic. My whole family on on the Brazilian side is very artistic and immersed in the arts. Um, and so so that had a lot of influence on me as well. You know, just listening to her play guitar and bossa nova and and Brazilian records that we would listen to growing up. And then, um, and then as I got older, you know, and started getting into hip hop and funk and soul, you know, and, and digging into the samples that, you know, were the backbone of a lot of my favorite hip hop songs, you know, I would go to record stores and, and discover these things like Stax Records or, you know, Memphis Soul and, and different things like that, you know, um, in the Nashville area, you know, and learning about the history of that. So, so that kind of made an impact on me too. And then. And then now I'm in Croatia and I'm learning about, you know, ex-Yugoslavian music and jazz and funk and soul out here. And so, uh, so yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's definitely like a continued thread throughout my life. Can you, can you do, uh, do you do a lot of DJ gigs in Croatia? Uh, I've started to do more gigs. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of slow there during the pandemic when we moved here, things were shut down and we were all also just in the process of moving, finding a new apartment all of that. And so now that things have settled, the dust has finally settled. I'm actually starting to play some gigs. I just did, we just did a, um, a tribute to true Goy from De La Soul the other night up here with, uh, mm -hmm. the blackout crew and fat Philly. And, uh, and then I, you know, sometimes I rock with the, the soul brothers here. Uh, that's another DJ crew that I do parties with sometimes. And, uh, and yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited to start maybe Getting, getting around Europe too and doing gigs in other places like, like Switzerland or Italy or different mm -hmm. places like that, Berlin. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I toured here a little bit like back in 2014, like not in Croatia, but in Europe, uh, you know, before I met my wife. But now that I'm here, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot easier to, to hop, or hop around and, and do gigs. So so yeah, I'm excited to start, start DJing again. I, I missed it. You know, I missed being being in front of crowd and, and playing good music. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a it's a huge difference from from the states to Croatia, no? Because also the um the opportunities are not as big I I believe as in the states for a for a musician like or DJ like yourself. No? True, true, but it's also like now I'm a big fish in a little pond, you know, whereas there in the States it was it was more competition, there was more saturation, there was more, you know, other big, bigger upcoming artists to kind of compete with on the bill or just, you know, uh, in general, like it was, it, it might, I, I would say it's like harder to get noticed, you know, whereas here, you know, when somebody comes through Croatia, they kind of look up uh, who's who's in Croatia and then they, they, mm. they might find my Wikipedia page or they might find out about Fat Philly or... You know, whoever else is Kool Kool Aid or something. You know, there's only a handful of like, you know, maybe a you know, a small community. You know, Croatia is pretty small compared to like LA or something like that. So it's, I think I feel like it's easier to connect here in the scene and meet the right people quickly. Whereas whereas it might be more difficult in the states. But, um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm starting to, you know, starting to connect with some of the DJs here and, and like I said, digging into, you know, the, the, the music and sampling, making beats and, and going to the flea market, nice. you know, and digging for records and things like that. So, uh, um, the, the, the thing just left, left my, left my brain, <laughs> what I wanted, wanted to ask you. 
Um, ah, no, no. Uh, the, you live before in Los Angeles too, right? No, no. I actually lived in the Bay Area. Huh? Uh, I lived in Berkeley, ah, Berkeley, okay. California. Uh, ah, okay. So the, 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 the climate is almost the same, no? Like in Croatia, like, in, like on the West Coast. It's almost the same, no? No, I no. I, I mean, there's definitely like uh, very more extreme seasons here in Croatia than, than, you know, the West Coast. It's usually just kind of sunny around all year. I mean, sometimes it gets rainy in, in the wintertime or, or f wildfires, you know, but, <laughs> um, but, you know, here it's more, it's more like actually how I grew up, you know, like in Nashville, Tennessee, there's, there's four seasons. You have winter, fall, summer and spring. And so. Uh, that's kind of the same. It's, I think it's a little more extreme here in Croatia. Like it gets a little bit more hot and a little bit more cold than, than what I'm used to in, in Nashville where I grew up, but, but it's kind of nice. I kind of missed it, you know, actually, because in California it can get kind of almost, uh, boring after a while, you know, having the mm -hmm. same thing over and over. And, you know, it's, it's nice to kind of have, we had, a, we had snow the other day, which is also kind of weird because it's, you know, almost mid March now, but, um, But, but no, it's nice, you know, it's nice to kind of switch things up and, and it, it influences your mood as well. So, yeah, that's true. I was, I was in, uh, 2014, I was in Nashville. We went, we went on tour through the, through the country as well. And I had the feeling Nashville is almost like, like Switzerland, like from the, uh, the, the green hills and trees and, All this reminded me very much of of the countryside where I grew up in Switzerland here. Yeah, so yeah, it's, no, um, it, it's it's almost the same. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's beautiful there. Tennessee is really beautiful, like the the outdoors, the the hills and the the rivers and lakes and and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of great places to explore and camp and hike and and you know, it was really nice nice to grow up in a place like that um, for sure. Actually, I played in Switzerland. I played in Stans and Luzerne, Switzerland, in 2014. Oh, really? yeah. yeah, yeah, we did a couple sets there. Nice. I I have to I have to tell my my event promoter buddies to to book you. Nice. We, yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah that'd be I awesome. Have, I have to I tell them. Gonna, I'm I'm going I'm going to play. You play a lot of gigs of too, March, right? Gonna, excuse me. Sorry, you play a lot of gigs too, right? Yeah, I have to. It's my it's my number one job. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and all the all the producing stuff, it's it's like a really expensive hobby of mine. <laughs> yeah, to, to put out <laughs> original music because I I do it everything I do with my uh, producer buddy and engineer Yasi together. We we create everything, and so yeah, it's it's very. It's actually a really expensive hobby to put out original music, and I just can uh, bring my bring my dreams to to life with this, and also collaborations with guys like you and Rock P did also a remix of All Night Long. I'm gonna send it to you later. Nice, nice. He, he actually um, pitched it. No, he didn't. He he made it faster. He put it to 108. Oh, cool! And put a a new disco, new funk beat under it. I'm gonna send it to you later. It's it's awesome. really cool, uh, cool variant of the of the track as well. Nice. And well, yeah, all the original stuff sounds great, man. And, and I've had a lot of good feedback from my fans just saying like that, you know, they really dig the track and, and that they're excited that, that to find out about, you know, a new artist like you and, and Amelia and, and Ryler. So, so yeah, it's just yeah. doing really well and getting a lot of good feedback for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. And it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun to play it uh, in, in, in the sets as well. It's a little bit more uplifting your version than mine, and it's a little bit more danceable. You could play it, yeah, maybe at a different part in the night, you know, than the other one or something. Yeah, yeah, of course. And and it's fun to play it uh, together with with the example the, the Gap Band or Mary Chain Girls, and to uh, bring the connections to life where everything came from. So nice. that's 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 really fun to to play that thing live. I gotta try that. What um, 
What are you working on right now? What is the, the big project in the next few months? Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of things in the fire right now. Actually, I'm I'm in the process of wrapping up several projects. I, I did a project with um, uh, Cavendish Music, who's who's a library music provider in the UK. Uh, I did a project with them last year where they opened up their catalog of samples to me, and I was able to go in and remix a bunch of tracks and. And I got some other MCs on on the tracks with me, and so uh, like Napoleon and 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 A1 and Dylan and um, and so yeah, we're probably going to be releasing that commercially like later this year, maybe in the su summer. Like it came out officially last year on the li on the music library, so it's available to be licensed in you know mm -hmm. film and TV and productions. But but I think we're going to be releasing that officially later this year. Um, that I'm, I'm pretty excited about that because it's like it's my first project with a with a music library for one um, and also kind of like where somebody's kind of opened their vault of samples to me to kind of go in and remix which has always been a dream of mine um, but then I also rapped on everything too so it's also kind of like one of my first uh, uh, rap projects that I've put out so um, so I'm you excited. rap by yourself Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've put out a handful of like songs and singles and EPs over the years, but um, but yeah, I've, I've got like a handful of, of rap projects that that I'm working on that uh, should be released either this year or next year. Um, so yeah, I've got that, and then yeah, I've got a you know a handful of projects I'm working on with with this rapper from Nashville by the name of Petty, um, and that's kind of more along. It's kind of more in in along the soulmates line of things where, where I'm kind of mm -hmm. creating a beat beats with, with legendary artists, uh, soul artists or, you know, singers, and then letting him go in and rap on those. So, so I've got a handful of projects okay. like that. And then, um, and yeah, just, uh, working on like instrumental projects in the meantime, you know, uh, beats and, and, uh, and I'm also working on a project with, um, Napoleon and, and a one and phonics, uh, which is going to be really dope. And that, that should be coming out later this year too. So, um, really cool. So you're quite, quite busy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, trying to stay busy. Do you, do you ever think about, uh, the whole sample game to create samples from scratch for other beat makers and artists to, to sample? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've I've started dabbling with it myself. You know, I've got like a handful of instruments around here that I play and sample sometimes. Like I, I, I play, I play. I don't play professionally like any particular instrument, but I, I can I can hold it down on a guitar and a bass or a keyboard or trumpet. You know, just enough to to produce and and get the sounds that I want. So I'm I'm starting to experiment with sampling my own stuff and creating samples, not just for me to use, but yeah, maybe for other producers mm -hmm. to use as well. Um, and yeah, I've actually been jam even jamming with some some musicians here. Like every other weekend, we'll we'll get together and jam. And so I've I've started to actually record some of that stuff. So maybe we'll see see if that turns into anything. Um, but yeah, it's definitely you know something I want to do more of. You know, not just to monetize uh, what I'm doing because it is difficult to do that with sampling, but but also just to learn, you know, music and music theory and mm -hmm. to kind of force myself outside of my comfort zone and, and, and grow as a, as a producer. So, um, but yeah, I've, 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 I've started doing, um, you know, one way I've, I've done that or tried to start doing that is through, um, composing through for movies and games and, and things like that. So I've been pursuing that mm -hmm. and trying to build up a portfolio reel of, of original music that I've composed for mu movies and films and, and video games and commercials. And so, um, I mean, the Cavendish thing was, that was a kind of a unique situation because they opened up their catalog to me. So that I, I got to use their pre-made samples that they already had in their catalog. Mm -hmm. But, but the other stuff that I've been doing is, is all original and stuff that I've been creating. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's something I definitely want to keep doing. Nice, but but you don't have a formal music education. It's it's everything is uh, self-taught. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, m m my dad definitely, my my parents definitely put me in lessons when I was younger. I, I was in band. I played mm -hmm. trumpet for, 
you know, for five years. And I also like took lessons on piano and drums and percussion and things like that. So I, I have had some education, you know, I never really stuck with anything in particular and, and really got good at one particular instrument. I mean, if I had to say I was the best at any instrument, I would probably say it's piano or keyboard just because I'm, mm. I'm a producer and I, I usually use that the most, but but you know, I do want to get really good at bass, you know, just because I think that's such an ex- important part of songwriting and and you know, produ- production in general. So um so I I definitely want to start doing bass lessons and and you know, when I did the the BB King project, I got a, an electric guitar and started recording guitar on on things like that. And I've been doing these um live sessions videos where I recreate like the one I posted the other day, like where I recreated the Wu-Tang cream instrumental or original sample, you know, with with live instruments. And that's, that's another way for me to practice, you know, just like the video game, uh, game jams and, and different things that I do where I'm just trying to kind of stretch my muscles and, and practice and level up. And, you know, every time I do one of those videos or game jam or something like that, I'll always learn something new about composing or, you know, writing songs. And so, mm-hmm. um, I'm always trying to challenge myself with things like that, you know, whether it's a beat challenge or something or something, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. what, what are you doing when you're, uh, have to take a break from music? Um, what are you, uh, yeah. What, what's, what's life outside the studio for you? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I spent a lot of time with my my family, my wife and my dog, you know, we're, we've been renovating the apartment, like I said. Um, I, I'm a huge gamer. I love video games. So when I'm not making music, uh, I'm usually either playing video games or actually now trying to learn how to create my own video games because that's some, always been a dream of mine. And, wow. and, you know, so I'm taking a pixel art course right now to learn how to create my own pixel art and, and program my own games and and create music for them as well. You know, that's, that's always been a dream of mine. So, um, so yeah, I have hobbies like that. You know, I read a lot. Um, uh, I do uh, collage, collage art, you know, sometimes when, you know, I, I still create a lot, I guess when I'm not creating music, I'm always <laughs> kind of creating something. Um, but, you know, I've been getting into this AI art lately, kind of diving into that and, um, but you know, Croatia is also really beautiful. And now that the weather is getting nice again, I'm, I'm excited to start going to the coast and, and the mountains and, and kind of exploring again, mm-hmm. uh, because there's just so much that I haven't seen yet, you know, with the islands and everything. And, and usually every summer we go to the coast or we go to, you know, explore some different, you know, other part of Croatia that we haven't seen. So I, I'm excited to kind of get outdoors and, and nature and, and do some, uh, do some exploring. Nice, yeah. The the gaming the explains your chair, huh? It's a it's a gamer chair. Yeah, the gamer chair, <laughs> the gamer desk here. I don't know. You can't see the desk, but it's, it's definitely a gamer desk. I don't play games at the desk. You know, I have my game system in the other room. Like that's okay. that's when I like I, I step away from the computer. Then I'll go play Nintendo Switch or yeah. PS4 or something like that. But I'm I'm definitely old school with it. You know, I play a lot of the retro retro games, retro RPGs, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, yeah. The, the only, the only thing I play is GTA, the, the, the GTA, what is the new five, oh, GTA five. Nice. And I only play this, but I don't do any missions or any, anything. I just play for a half an hour, make some mayhem. And the online people sh- always shoot me down because I'm not that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do some mayhem, kill some people, steal some cars, drive drive the cars around, and I turn it off after. Yeah, so get, that's, get that's some helicopters only... chasing you. Huh? Get some helicopters chasing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I um, go to the, the the mission mode and not not the online mode and use the all the cheat codes. Try out all the cheat codes, mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. Okay, dead, dead. Okay, finished for <laughs> for for another uh, week or so, and then I tried again. So that's my only. I I never was good at uh, video games. Never. I I I think I never have finished a mission, or I have never finished even uh, old school Mario on on the Game Boy. I always was like. 
I'm dead. Okay, that's it. I do something else. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. It teaches it teaches uh, deter- Yeah, it teaches you patience for sure. Like playing video games. Yep. Never is my. It never was my strong suit because, um, yeah. My my thing. I I can see the the attraction of the video of video games, but f- for me, I have to. Uh, hang something on my wall after I done it, you know, and the the video game is is a thing just for you, just for yourself. You know, you have accomplished this, and you are immersed in the, in this world. But um, I I have to put something on my desk or on my wall after I done something, and uh, I can. I cannot put the video game on my wall, you know. So interesting, that's also my my mindset for <laughs> video games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I I would really love to play the uh, to immerse myself in the video game world. But I don't have the patience and the 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 know how and the. I'm not that. I'm really not good at video games, so that's the main problem. I cannot shoot ten guys at once. I'm dead every time. So, uh, but I would love to play the the cowboy game. Which I, one? I would love that. The Red Dead Redemption, or yeah, yeah, that that one. And I love the D'Angelo song of the of the soundtrack of this. Oh, there was a D'Angelo song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I love cool. it. And, and yeah, yeah, also, also your D'Angelo Sorry? Uh, stuff you did. Your D'Angelo, you remixed some D'Angelo stuff. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I played did, every yeah. time. I did like a yeah, like a short tribute tribute project. Again, like that, mm-hmm. those are the only songs I could really find that I could remix. So yeah, I just kind of did what I could get my hands on. So it was kind of a shorter shorter project than some of my other projects. But that one actually, I, I really attempted to not use samples on that one as much you know i think i mean other than d'angelo's singing most of what you're hearing on that one is me either playing or you know recreating instruments on on the keyboard or or other you know means so um so yeah again like i said i I like to challenge myself sometimes even even when it's a remix project like 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 that one so what's what's one of your um white whales of 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 samples or uh, tracks to remix or artists to remix where you can find just nothing you can you ha- you can work with what's what's a a track or what's an artist for you a dream artist to remix or something hmm yeah i mean you know it's uh it's actually fairly s- fairly easy to find you know acapellas and vocals for older stuff it's getting harder to find it for newer stuff so you know like i said maybe with the ai tools and and the stem serato Mm -hmm. stuff that they're coming out with you you know the options will be wider but you know like i've I've always wanted to do a remix of kendrick lamar but i just can't find kendrick lamar acapellas anywhere you know (laughs) it's just just not a a common Mm -hmm. hab practice anymore for labels and big you know, artists to put out acapellas and stems of their of their projects, which is a shame because we live in such a time now when when remixing is so, you know, heavily uh, influencing the culture and society and, and such a huge part of it. And so, you know, I hope that in the future, you know, you know, more artists and labels will start putting out more of their acapellas. You know, so we don't mm-hmm. have to go like, I mean, I mean, sure, we can use this AI stem technology, but it's never going to sound as good as like the real no. vocal. You know, there's always going to be artifacts. You know, it always sounds weird. That's why I try to avoid using that stuff when possible, because yeah. because, you know, it just sounds kind of grainy and artificial and digital and cold. And and, you know, uh, it, it's always much better if you can get your hands on the real thing or even yeah. potentially just working with artists. I mean, that's really been, you know, when people ask me who who I want to remix. It's like, I, I don't want to remix anybody. I just want to work with all these people in mm-hmm. an official way, you know, in an official capacity. And I've gotten to, you know, work with a handful of, you know, artists and, and estates that I really look up to and respect, you know, just, just on the strength of what I've done. But, um, but I think that's where, that's where my future is and that's where I'm headed or want to be headed in the future is to not 
not rely so much on remixing and actually start collaborating with some of these artists mm-hmm. officially and putting it out officially and let, let's you know introduce new fans to the music and let's get paid and and you know get this music streamed again and get these artists you know start getting royalties again you know that um may have been yeah, yeah sitting on the table so yeah but you know, I, but i think that's just a matter of time for for you to actually collaborate and produce those artists but what what do you think is the is the fear is it fear or laziness for of the labels or the the artists to to not release the acapellas and instrumentals but do you think it's is the problem because yeah i don't see the problem either Uh, I think it's, it's fear, the, the fear yeah. Of I, I think too much remixes. No, I think everything is fear driven now, you know, with, you know, ever since the music industry, you know, the music industry almost died, you know, the music industry almost lost control of everything, you know, with piracy and and you know, they really thought that they had lost it and then all of a sudden streaming came along and kind of saved the day. And so now they they're very fearful of losing that control again, you know, and and fearful of losing control of their intellectual property and fearful of people like me like remixing stuff and you know releasing it on different platforms and and I get it, you know, because mm. I as I've I've been in this for, you know, almost 10 over a decade now and I've I have started to see the other side of it and you know, now that I'm I am, you know, and you too, you you know, we're creating original music too, you know, and and we don't want somebody necessarily like ripping it off or remixing it without our permission or you know making money off of it so i, I get the artist's perspective or the composers and the co- copyright songwriters perspective mm-hmm. on it too so you know i i do think that there could be a way to you know with all the technology that we have i don't know you know i think there's a way that we could figure out the the whole remix thing and, and make it work for everybody you know you youtube has the situation where if i upload a song to youtube and it gets tagged with a remix of somebody's song it'll just put ads and and that that person will get the money and and it's all good and the song can still exist you know and i think the streaming platform should follow that same formula where you know you know if we we could upload a remix of yazin gay and marvin gay could get the stream and the the stream also goes to uh the yazin bay yazin bay so um mm. uh, that's just one example but you know there there has to be a way to to you know move forward the the laws are very very outdated and uh the technology is just moving way too fast for us mm. not to be able to like work you know figure out how to how to make it work so yeah Yeah it's yeah it's always a shame when when you hear such a good remix and the a cappella is is just the the worst because yeah you can hear it you can hear the digital artifacts and stuff and yeah it's a shame because I don't play that stuff the the, the bad stuff so yeah it, it would be cool if they figure out a way to uh, to release everything but I I do it I will do it the old school way. I don't put uh, the acapellas on on my Spotify. I put the acapellas for the singles on my Bandcamp. So all the uh, all the people who are interested in in the stuff, in the DJ edits, in the extended versions, all the stuff I put on my Bandcamp. So everybody can profit from yeah from from my stuff and can do. Uh, I'm looking forward to. To, to find some crazy remixes or something yeah what the, what the people can do with the, with the stuff so I I will put it out and what what uh, have you planned for the next bandcamp artist day or what is what is it called uh, it's, bandcamp, it's this Friday bandcamp Friday yeah have you plans um Not this time around. No, I don't have any. I don't have any big plans. We are dropping uh, the following week. We're dropping uh, the single and a, and a remix from from the World Changed album with Napoleon the Legend uh, from the track mm-hmm. Gorbachev Gorbachev Wallets. So we're going to be dropping a remix for that the following week after Bandcamp Friday. But um, but yeah, nothing big planned right now for this for this Bandcamp Friday. So um, what about you? Anything? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to 
today is Thursday. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that later. I'm going to release uh, two of my previous released singles on Spotify. I'm going to do re release on Bandcamp with all the acapellas and extended DJ edits and stuff. Nice. I'm going to do that. Nice, nice. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, we'll see. Maybe I can earn eight or ten dollars with that. <laughs> that's more than you can get from Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, on Spotify, it's, it's doing well. And uh, your remix is actually on on number two on my top streamed uh, tracks. Awesome, cool, yeah. And I, I th yeah, I think it's going to be number one soon because um, because all the... I do the Instagram, the Insta story promotion. I put, um, I put money in the promotion, like $10, $10 a day. Oh, wow, okay. And, and this... Um, Helps helps the track really to push it all all over the world, and it's yeah. Yeah, I saw uh, it got Brazil, added to that. I saw, I saw it got added to a playlist, like some sort of curated playlist, and then um, and then I sent an email about it last week to like my subscribers, which is you know a pretty big yep. list yep. list of people. So, um, so hopefully that hopefully helped that, really, that helped really a good, little. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, I'm I'm really really happy about it. I'm, I'm going to put the, the Rock P remix out, I think, end of end of April. So we have nice. another push for the for the song. Nice! Yeah. I can't wait to hear that version. That's gonna be. Is that is is the yeah, all good? I, is the all night long gonna be on Bandcamp too? Or yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But um, I I I wait with the all night long until I have until the until Rock Peace remix is out. So I'm going to put all night long the whole package, the whole package. with your remix. Sick. Yeah, okay. the whole package. Acapella, Rock P, everything. I'm, I'm going to put it out in beginning of May, something like that. Nice, nice, yeah. for sure. So yeah, we'll give it another push then, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, for now, I'm working on the... to finishing my, my album. I'm working on the artwork right now with... Uh, with different designers from Spain and all over the place. Yeah, I really dig the, dig all the art the artwork design for your stuff. It's really really dope. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm 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 in the process right now to to getting offers from for for the vinyl, and it's yeah yeah it's crazy. It's tricky, huh? There's a lot of huh? huh? It's tricky, huh? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. A lot of places out there. I have to get a lot of quotes, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna decide soon. But I, I think I'm going to make it in Germany. Germany is the price is good, and it's near. It's like three hours from from Zurich, so I can pick it pick it up with the with the car. Nice, and, and I no shipping. don't I don't have to pay the shipping and stuff. Yep. Smart, yeah, yeah. I have I have your hey. right here. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. That's also really a really really cool uh, cool blue vinyl. vinyl. Love, Love it. it. Yeah, yeah. We pressed that up so, through the campaign, the uh, Bandcamp vinyl campaign. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I also love the the plastic wrapping of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I'm going to do uh, the same plastic wrapping, not the not the shrinking the, the shrinking wrappage. Uh, I, I love this. This is a classic. The sleeve. Uh, a deep sleeve. sleeve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's actually a company in Germany that I get those from. Yeah, again, Germany. Oh, oh really? Uh, yeah, I forget what they're called. Protected.de or something like that. Um, but they, they sell all types okay. of, you know, vinyl, you know, accessories for, for shipping and stuff like that. Sleeves and... Oh, uh, nice. Uh, jackets. It's, uh, the picture, is, is this Croatia? That is Croatia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Same with the volume one too, yeah. The 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 daytime version. It's a that's a different place in yep. Croatia. I think that's in Brella, maybe, on the coast of Dalmatia, and then the other one is in Komija, which is an island um, off the coast of Croatia. Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's just be beautiful and. Uh, and how, 
How many? How many did you did you press? Uh, for the Bandcamp vinyl campaign, for that we pressed five uh, hundred, I believe. Okay. Okay. Um, Sold everything. No, I mean, I think the the fans, you know, paid for two fifty, and then I bought another two fifty extra, you know, with some of the leftover profits. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I have some leftover actually here for sale, you know, and coming up here in the summertime, if people want to buy them, I'll, I'll have them available along with the, um, the volume one as well. So, um, but I do plan on putting nice. out uh, some more of my instrumental projects on vinyl soon vinyl soon i just again yeah it's it's getting vinyl pressed up as you know is is a very tricky task these days so i need to find the mm -hmm. right the right connect here for for europe and and figure out where to where to get it pressed i mean i think i got the last batch of christmas albums pressed up in czech republic with the pirates press but um mm -hmm. but yeah i'm not sure if they're if they're still active or not uh, i need to check um yeah no, it's, it's it's always nice to yeah to have something uh, to hold something in in your hand and i think vinyl is uh, it's the best thing for this for music it's uh yeah nobody has a cd anymore no um not much people ha had a have a rock um, um uh, record player at home but it's it's nice to just put the vinyl somewhere When it's a nice, a nice artwork, you can just put the vinyl there, and it's just there as an artwork, and not um, yeah, as yeah. a a music record, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's, I mean, it's those, those nice portable turntables, everything. The portable turntables are pretty affordable now too. So you know, I think a lot of yeah. consumers, people that aren't necessarily music or DJ aficionados, you know, can still go out and buy a portable turntable for like 50 to 100 bucks and and they can rock out you know in their living room on one of those it doesn't have to be a super hi-fi setup you know yeah that's true are you are you listening to music in your spare time when you're not working or how, um, how, how is your, your music consumption yeah i mean I don't know, you know, like I, I dig for samples for sure. I listen to a lot of old music. Like I said, I've been exploring a lot of ex-Yugoslavian jazz and funk and soul and rock ever since I've been here, you know, digging for samples. But as far as new music, I, I'm not as up to date as I'd like to be. You know, I, th I think it is true. Like when I was when I was living in the States, I was DJing more and I was more active in, in kind of the scene. So you know, it kind of forced me to, to kind of research more music more and kind of have my DJ sets all ready to go every weekend with new tracks. And, and now that's kind of slowed down for me. So I, I have to admit, yeah, I haven't been consuming and really curating my DJ like uh, Serato mm -hmm. playlists and stuff like I used to, you know, where I was really consuming music at a, at a rapid rate. So, but, but like I said, I'm really enjoying just, yeah, d diving into the music here. You know, I feel like we live here right now. I'm not sure how how much longer we're going to be living in Croatia, hopefully a while, but, um, but you know, while I'm here, I want to cons consume the culture and the music here and the language and food and really kind of, uh, you know, uh, immerse myself in it. So, so that's kind of the music that I've been listening to and, and focusing on. I've been going to the flea markets and record stores and I've, I've amassed like a nice little mm. mini miniature collection of, of, you know, Croatian and Balkan records, um, that I want to start sampling with and creating beats with, but, um, but yeah, as far as new music, I, I can't say that I have been listening to as much uh, new stuff as I'd like to, unless it's, you know, artists that I follow or collaborate with and friends that uh, put me on to stuff. Um, uh, my buddy Vince Wilburn Jr., who uh, is the front man for Miles, or formerly known as Miles Electric Band, they're called MEB now, but they just released a new track, uh, Bitches, is, Bitches is Back featuring blue um so that's really dope i i would suggest anybody to check that out um and you know i, I do want to start like getting back into that again maybe, maybe making playlists of the stuff i'm listening to and kind of just keeping myself you know immersed in, in what's going on more um you know and, and maybe maybe even dj live live streaming dj sets you know since i'm not djing out as much mm -hmm. you know just to kind of keep me listening to music and 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 uh curating my dj sets like i used to so 
Yeah, and how how is it going with the with the language? Is everybody speaking English, or do you do you try? Uh, yeah, it's it, a lot of people speak English here, so it's 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 kind of a crutch actually because you know it, it is easy for an American <laughs> to get around here. It's too easy for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but no, it it is it is coming along. You know, I've I've done some some online like language lessons and podcasts and I have books that I've been reading and, and, you know, I talk to my dog in Croatian and teach him tricks. And so <laughs> I feel like I have the language level of like a Croatian three-year-old kid or something. So, it's, okay. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I'm watching, watching TV and, and just kind of immersing myself, like I said, in the culture and the music, the, the music actually helps the most, you know, like re researching the music mm -hmm. and the song titles and transcribing them. Um, that really helps, you know, build my vo vo Croatian vocabulary. Um, and, uh, it's definitely one of my new year's resolutions this year is to, to get better at Croatian. Um, so, so yeah. Yeah. Good. Good luck with that. It's, it's a tricky yeah. language. I mean, everybody here admits to, to yeah. that, you know, it's, it's, it's a tricky language to learn. It's, it's unlike anything mm -hmm. I'm really familiar with. My family's from Brazil, you know, they speak Portuguese. There is a little bit of similar similarity in the way you pronounce things, but other than that, it's a very alien language to me. So uh, it's kind of hard to wrap my head around. But but yeah, I'm, I'm slowly getting the hang of it. And you know, my wife and I try to try to speak in Croatian as much or around the house as as possible. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 Hey. Uh Thank, thank you so much for your time. It, it was great to finally talk to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In, in person, yeah. yeah. And I, I hope we see each other in person someday and maybe even get to DJ together. That would be really awesome. So I have to be careful not to play too much of your stuff when you're <laughs> yeah. there. <That's laughs> nice. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, no, totally. I, I'd, love, yeah. I'd love to connect, you know, if you're ever in out this way or if I'm, I'm ever out your way, you know, let's definitely try to make something happen. And, uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll be, sure, sure. in the meantime, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that hearing the, uh, the new all, all night long remix. Uh, yeah. Gonna send it to you right after we hang up. Okay. Awesome. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Hey, thank you so much. Amerigo. Have a, have a great day. Say hi to your dog and your wife. Will do. And, and take, take care. care. All the best in Croatia. And yeah, we talk. Awesome, man. Stay tuned. Talk soon. Peace. Okay. Take care. Bye bye.